0: good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the first episode of daily dissection injustice for people of minority i'm your host sydney dean and throughout this podcast we'll be exploring this controversial issue and three main ideas with it wrongful incarcerations in terms of race and ethnic minorities wrongful incarcerations in terms of gender minorities and how wrongful incarcerations affect these minorities and their families. With that, let's get started. Taking a look at the first issue, wrongful incarcerations in terms of race and ethnicity, one such study reads, specifically African Americans, number equals 182, in a large suburban county jail were more likely to report that they were innocent of the current charges for which they were incarcerated relative to whites, number equals 152, and their accounts of their behavior prior to the arrest, taken from Human 2010. Even though it's unclear how many of each race was innocent, the number of Black inmates claiming innocence remains higher than the number of white inmates. Why would more Black inmates claim innocence? It's highly probable that racism exists in the criminal justice system, and the wrong people are being locked up because of a few biased and corrupt criminal justice workers. There also remains a stigma surrounding people of minority that they're more susceptible to committing crimes than white people. Especially observed in African Americans and Hispanics, the stigma explains that their behavior is suspicious and they needed to be approached with caution, which is blatantly racist behavior. Moving on to the next issue, wrongful incarcerations in terms of gender, one study observed that false confessions and the presence of child victims in these women's cases when compared to their prevalence in the cases of male exonerees indicates that these factors may be especially likely to lead to a wrongful conviction when a woman is convicted of murder. Statement taken from Lang, 2020. This is evidence that gender bias exists in the criminal justice system as well. Since young children and babies have stronger ties with their mothers, people tend to think that the mother must have committed the crime rather than the father. Again, in always suspecting the mother, this leads to a larger number of wrongfully incarcerated women over wrongfully incarcerated men. Coming to our last point, how wrongful incarcerations affect these minorities and their families, there are a number of overwhelming negative effects on both the wrongfully incarcerated minorities and their families. If it is a parent that's been wrongfully incarcerated, not only does a remaining parent have to take care of a family, but they have to live with the knowledge that their spouse has been wrongfully imprisoned and that the other people most likely won't believe them when they say their partner is innocent. To add, wrongful incarcerations can make life harder for the family of the person who has been imprisoned. Not only do wrongful incarcerations affect the families but they directly affect those imprisoned as well. Imagine knowing you've done nothing wrong and not being able to do anything about it because no one will believe you. That takes a huge toll on the victim's mental health. And even if they manage to get exonerated at some point during their imprisonment, they come out a different person than they were before. Well, that is it for today's episode. The next three episodes will include interviews from professors here at Tiffin University, so get ready to open your ears. I'm your host, Sydney Dean, signing off.